Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a multi-state family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an exciting topic today. The topic is the rights of grandparents, and this is based on an article on our blog, FamilyLawHeadquarters.com, and the title of that article is How Can Grandparents Get Visitation Rights? So as a follow-up to the episode today, go on over to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com and read that article. But let's go ahead and jump into the topic today. Uh, The truth of the matter is grandparents can play an important role in the lives of their grandchildren. Uh, It's certainly true that that many uh, kids have a deep bond with their grandparents uh, many of these bonds at times can be inseparable, and certainly lots of individuals can rely heavily on their grandparents for guidance and support and mentorship and, and you name it. Uh, the truth is that when, when parents are married or together, I mean, typically grandparents are able to get access to the grandchildren. Now, there could be some exceptions to that, um, but lots of instances where the family is still intact, it can be quite a bit easier for a lot of grandparents uh, to get access to their grandkids, um, but in other cases it can be it can be quite a bit different. Typically, in cases where the parents are separated, maybe they're divorced, uh, maybe they were never married. It can be true as well that sometimes you know marriage can be intact and kids can be born of the marriage, and maybe the grandparents are having trouble getting access to their kids for whatever reason. I mean, maybe there's a rift or a dispute between grandparents and their child that then makes it. Uh, difficult for them to get access to their grandkids. All right, well, look, lots of individuals, lots of grandparents uh, in in a situation where they're not seeing their grandkids can have questions. They can wonder if they have any kind of rights. And, you know, these are typically referred to as as grandparent visitation rights. Um, In other cases, grandparents might actually want custody of their grandkids. All right, so they're not looking for just visitation rights. They're looking for actual custody of their grandkids and they want to know if there's an avenue in which they can do that as well. All right, well, look, the laws can vary by state, can be very murky in terms of the procedural requirements, the types of motions and pleadings that have to be filed um, in terms of uh, getting grandparent visitation rights or in terms of grandparents getting custody, okay? So anybody who's interested in actually doing this, it's really vital. Uh, to hire an attorney who's licensed and competent to practice law in your jurisdiction. And, and it's certainly helpful to hire an attorney who's uh, represented clients in these kinds of cases in the past. So those would be you know, a couple of tidbits out of the gates that I'd certainly put out there. But in terms of grandparent visitation rights, um, again, lots of states have uh, different procedures in terms of how to do this. Okay, So it's important to speak to an attorney who is in your jurisdiction and has done this before. But the one thing I would say is sort of a preface is that there is a big U.S. Supreme Court case on this topic uh, that is really precedential and it really limits uh, and guides states in terms of what they can do in terms of grandparent visitation and in terms of what they can't do. Um, one of the key quotes from the case is this. It says, the interest of parents in the care, custody, and control of their children perhaps uh, the oldest of the fundamental liberty interests recognized by the court. So, look, in a lot of instances, you know, based on this case, I mean, states, um, uh, you know, might be able to give grandparents certain kinds of visitation rights, but it, it's going to be quite limited 
under this case. In other words, you know, if a parent um, is in a dispute with their parents, so it's the grandparents, and they just don't think the grandparents should be around the grandchild, in a lot of states, in a lot of circumstances, the parent's going to be able to make that call. And I would say this is much more common in a situation where kids are born of a marriage and the marriage is intact, and both the mom and the dad agree to to basically cut the grandparents out. I know that could be kind of a, a tough pill for some grandparents to swallow. And again, it's not necessarily absolute, so speak to a lawyer in your jurisdiction, but it can be very tough for grandparents to get visitation rights where the parents are still married and they're still together and the children were born of the marriage. Uh, but certain states uh, have set up uh, uh, certain, um, certain abilities, I should say, for grandparents to come in and either file a petition file a motion for grandparent visitation rights. And again, this is typically true in circumstances where the parents are divorced, so the grandparents could maybe try to intervene in the divorce, get visitation rights. Um, If there was a paternity case where the parents weren't married but they litigated custody or support, uh, grandparents might be able uh, to intervene in that proceeding, try to get grandparent visitation rights. Again, it's vital to look at the statute in any particular state typically these requirements that have to be met uh, and again it's going to vary but just some things off the top of my head which would be you know the grandparents are unreasonably denied any contact or visitation for x period of time could be something uh, that could be in some state statutes um, if the grandchildren lived in the grandparents home uh, for a certain length of time um, six months out of 24 months is something I've seen. You know, that could give the grandparents the ability to come in and try to get some visitation rights. Um, you know, but there's a certain criteria that have to be met. So it's important for, a, you know, a grandparent to go through the statutory requirements with an attorney and see if they have a case, if they, ha- if they meet the jurisdictional requirements by statute to come in and, and, uh, and, and seek grandparent visitation rights. And if they do, you know, then there can be quite a bit of varying in terms of what a judge uh, may grant. Uh, typically, grandparent visitation, at least from what I've seen in my experience, comes nowhere near the visitation that a, that a, a parent would have, let's say, after a divorce or paternity case. Um, but still, uh, something's better than nothing. You know, it could be some time on the holidays. It could be some time on the weekends or when school's not in session, uh, something like that. But grandparents just have to be realistic and know in most circumstances, grandparent visitation isn't going to be the same as what one of the parents would get in a divorce uh, or a custody matter, okay? So that's grandparent visitation. Now, in terms of the second question, which is when can grandparents get custody of the kids? And, you know, certainly uh, lots of individuals know grandparents who've taken sort of the predominant role in in parenting and caring for their grandchildren. Uh, Again, Typically, right, the parents are going to be the ones to do this, and that's the strong presumption, and that's a, a, a constitutional uh, right, according uh, to the case I gave you before. Um, so, but, you know, having said that, in certain circumstances, the parents are not fit. Uh, maybe they're not willing to care for their kids, or maybe they're not able, okay? And so the facts could really um, vary uh, based on the circumstances, but, but take a situation where the parents don't have a stable home or job. Maybe they're addicted to drugs or alcohol. Uh, maybe the parents have been abusive or neglectful to the kids. In these kinds of circumstances, grandparents might be able to come in and file for guardianship and conservatorship over their grandchildren, which is tantamount to getting custody. 
But again, uh, you know, it's important for an individual to speak to a lawyer who's licensed and competent to practice law in their jurisdiction. Uh, it's vital to look at the statutes in any particular state. And then, of course, the facts matter. And, and look, certain parents might not be great. You know, they might not be outstanding. Maybe in the eyes of some, they're not A parents, right? They're not parents of the year. Uh, they're not the most uh, perfect parents somebody's ever met. But that's not really the standard. Uh, for a grandparent to get guardianship or conservatorship over their grandchildren, they really have to find that both the biological parents are not fit, they're not willing or they're not able, but you know if they're able to meet these requirements, and some grandparents are, you know they can actually get guardianship and conservatorship over their grandchildren, which is, I mean, really tantamount to having custody over them. All right, so you know more and more grandparents do this, more and more grandparents are successful doing this. Obviously, it's not really a pretty case, you know, where the grandparents are litigating with their son or daughter to try to get custody. Uh, over the grandkids, uh, particularly if this is a contested case, right? This isn't joyous. Obviously, this can cause a family rift. Uh, but in certain cases, it, it's ultimately um, vital uh, where the parents are not really uh, fulfilling just the basic elementary components of being a parent to the kids, and the grandparents are able to come in and provide that stability uh, that the kids need. Obviously, if, if, if uh, uh, guardianship, conservatorship is granted and then the biological parents later became fit, willing, and able, so they rehabilitate themselves, maybe they get a job, maybe they go into rehab, uh, you know, maybe they take some parenting classes, then the parents are able in a lot of instances to come back and try to terminate the guardianship and conservatorship later. So, you know, I've certainly seen these kinds of cases where the guardianship and conservatorship is originally granted and the parent comes back later and tries to terminate it. Obviously, those can be unfriendly proceedings as well. Uh, but these are all things that can be litigated. And, and typically, you know, just so folks know, the guardianships and conservatorships, that's typically going to be in the probate court. Whereas the grandparent visitation uh, cases, those are typically going to be in the family court. So different subsections of, of courthouses. But again, this can vary by state and locality as well. And then obviously, look, some folks do guardianships and conservatorships by consent. So it could be a circumstance, you know, where the biological parents admit that they're not fit, willing, and able, and they agree, agree to this. So it doesn't always have to be contested. But uh, the reality is, is sometimes it is. So look, just to sort of sum it up in terms of grandparents and the rights of grandparents, grandparents can sometimes get uh, grandparent visitation rights uh, in certain states if the facts allow for it, if the statute allows for it. Again, typically grandparent visitation rights were granted somewhat limited. Uh, and then the other avenue is to seek guardianship or conservatorship where the grandparents actually try to get custody of their grandchild where the parents are not fit, willing, and able, okay? So interesting topic is a follow-up to the episode. Go on over to familylawheadquarters.com, uh, read the article titled, How Can Grandparents Get Visitation Rights? is a follow-up to the episode today, uh, and that'll give you some more information. But thanks for tuning in to Family Law Talk here today. Stay tuned to our next episode coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. 
The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtained in this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be, legal advice. You should consult an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. Past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stange is responsible for the content. Headquarters, Office 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri 63105. Kirk Stange is licensed in Missouri, Illinois, and Kansas.